Well, let's watch the crack and welcome to the Carry Man podcast. Episode six. Um, I'm laughing up the lads. I'm laughing at you, Dougie, counting me down. So I'm joined again. By I'm Dougie. so happy you fucked that up no, because last week I fucked it up <laughs> you forgot our, our, our little famous saying up the lads up the lads, up the lads. <laughs> and Anto so today we're going to talk about um, our last home game that took place in Montauk Park uh, Friday night against Finn Harps and we had a very special guest this week as well Chris Bubbles Hegarty of Kerry FC which we will get to later but first how was the weekend lads until you're sitting here absolutely hanging out your fucking hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah plenty of points plenty of points plenty of points is that Kerry FC I was in there for the weekend yeah. dropped us the god shit yeah. I, I got spotted on the hill by by a listener of the pod actually oh, oh. Um, I, was, I was walking down to go to the toilet at half time and gave me a load of abuse for wearing a Dublin jersey on the hill and rightly so yeah, yeah. You wore a Kerry FC top on Friday, and now you're wearing this on Sunday. You're some joke. Rightly so, and I'm the one that gets the abuse for saying that I watched one Cork City game. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that go. See, there you go now. You brought it up though, and you're bringing it on yourself. Yeah, but you started it, so up the rebels, up the rebels. Anyway, see, said it again. Oh my god, I actually didn't even realise this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway. We'll, uh, we'll get into this also. The starting 11 for Kerry on Friday night was Lee Axworthy in goals. Rob, Sammy, um, Kevin Williams and Eaton and Sean O'Connell made the back five. Keen Barton, Martin Coughlin were in centre mid. Sean McGrand at 10. Leo and Ryan Kelleher up top. Um, the three subs that were used was Keen Brosnan, Matt Keane, Ronan Tehan, and the rest of the bench consisted of Arthur Nganu, Jonathan Hannafin, Togar, Alex Ainscoff, Graham O'Reilly and Nathan. Gleason. So before we kind of get into the key moments of the game, a lot of frustration coming out of the game, but it was kind of more so at the referee, I would say. Um, or the geez, referee. I wouldn't say that. I thought he was lovely. Shall I tell you? He did very well. Yeah. After all the abuse that he got from the sidelines, <laughs> he was absolutely terrible. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. We've touched on it before in all episodes. Like it's just. I don't know I just think the standard refereeing in our games is cat yeah, I've said it a few times as regards to the standard refereeing but it had always been for both sides and I felt it was very one sided Friday night Yeah, I felt like the frustration in our boys you could see it you know and I felt it was rightly so I suppose there was times where we could have got a couple of soft free kicks and look the referee was probably right I suppose we were so riled up we thought every time they touched one of our players he was after killing them Yeah, but um, yeah it, it was very poor even the, the, the men down the side um, very very poor very very poor yeah and what you make Valento I uh, I heard you were screaming on the sidelines no, I, I, was, I was roaring alright but like Dougie said you know we, we were so hyped up at that point that uh, probably screaming for everything but when uh, when the last fellow went in on, on Leo I think it was the 94th minute ju- just before he blew the full time whistle and he's given a free to Finn Herbs. Yeah. <laughs> and your man's taking Leo's knee out. You're kind of there. Yeah, she booked like uh, uh, he, 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 he booked the Finn Harps player and gave the free to Finn Harps. Kind of lost control of it. So it's a small bit. Yeah. No, I, it's kind of like he was giving them frees that he wasn't giving us. Like I know there was a couple of like t- times where like you know, hands on sides and there probably would have been soft, but they were being given against us. They were starting to go after the game. 
Mackeen was dragged down over by the bench, the, the home and away bench, obviously. And as he was falling, his hand obviously came out to kind of keep himself up. Yeah. And he was the free was given against him. Do you know? It should. It yeah. wasn't like. It wasn't fifty fifty. No anyway. consistency there. Yeah. So yeah. Sure. Look, that's like that's a big turning point for whether it's for us or against us. Someone's getting shafted if the referee's inconsistent like that. Like, but you, you know? see what what happens to the game? Then like in the first race, come people kicking out. Like there was a full full blown brawl, brawl after the game. Mm. That's just frustration from within the ninety minutes, like yeah. you know, that comes out. Yeah. Like referee didn't control that enough, like you know. No, and like it, it, it did seem like a game that was getting there to that point. It just didn't happen within the ninety whatever it was six it like there was a lot of minutes. Punch and tackles there was, in, like yeah. you know, in front of Keen Barty, one yeah. after ten minutes, like yeah. oh, so sick. Not even. He hit one after three minutes. It was a three minutes. Three yeah, minutes, minutes, yeah. Go, like <laughs> yeah. Casemiro. Yeah. So to take off from Nathan Gleason as the Casemiro of the Carrier C team. <laughs> That's it, yeah. It's always good for a year man. Yeah. Banker, banker and petty power there, let's <laughs> yeah, Anyway, so I suppose we'll go into the key points. That's actually the first one that I had was Keen Barrett absolutely nailed someone on the, on three minutes. Um, it was it was one of those games. I think for the ninety, really, no one really got a foothold. I would say I didn't think so anyway, unless no. you think differently. It just it, it seemed like there was only ever just a kick of the ball in it. There was a lot of half chances and stuff. There was not, not really full blown chances in the game if you think about yeah. it, other than the three goals realistically. Mm. You know, a couple of shots here and there, like you mm. know. Like and Lee pull off a great save at one stage from a free kick, but again, like free kicks are still on it, like you know, yeah. half chances at the end of the day, like yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, um, Rob had a good breakaway right early on. I think it was within like ten or fifteen minutes. Yeah, kind of pulled away from the whole Finn Harps team, and then when he got to the edge of the box, he tried to slip Leo through, went too far, went into the keeper's ends, but it was a nice powerful run by him. It seemed like that last pass was just it wasn't working a lot for Kerry. Um, they'd get themselves into a position where they can play the pass but then the quality of the pass wasn't great whether it was out wide whether it was through the middle it just seemed like we were lacking that little bit of composure that little bit of quality yeah, maybe sometimes you need to give it maybe two touches earlier yeah. you know you're, you're dragging an extra three or four yards you're running out of pitch mm. and especially when you've defenders tracking back they're back they're back stepping like it's very hard to get the ball in behind them then yeah. like you know you need to catch it early possibly Rob could have possibly had a shot too like you know something I don't think we did enough of yeah, that's um, what I was thinking initially when I was chatting to you about about that chance. All right, was it was probably a higher percentage of a goal if he just swung his left boot at it when Absolutely, he when he yeah. went on that run yeah. more so than trying to slip it with his left foot in between two defenders <laughs> and you're on the edge of the box already, like you know. Of so. But again, look, um, it, it was kind of it, it wasn't really a chance in the end, but it was a possibility of a good chance if uh, if the pass had gone through. And uh, only a couple of minutes later, Sammy played a brilliant ball over the top for Leo who let it bounce and cracked the volley but uh, it went wide again that was kind of a half chance but a little bit of a spark that you know Leo could get in behind and Sammy could give him that ball if they were given a time and space um, there was a penalty shout around 20 minutes as well and we were talking about this for Finn Harps Finn Harps went over in the box when Kevin Williams kind of went to put pressure on him from behind do you think it was a penalty? be honest 100% yeah, yeah. yeah do you reckon yeah, yeah. yeah. it's in in f- in full flow when you're watching it live um, especially from the TV anyway it it's one of those it could be 50-50 it did kind of look a bit soft if it was given but 
the more I replayed it and yeah. the more I kind of watched it, it did look like the elbow did lift like just uh, yeah, yeah. His back. And like the referee was in a very good position to see that too. Like yeah, do you know he was at the edge of the box, probably eight nine yards away from it with a good view. So let's just call this to show how bad a referee is. Like, so for that, I appreciate it. I was just going to say, are, are, we, are we contradicting ourselves now? Because he's no, out no, to no, win. Yeah. No, no, because we agree it's a penalty. Yeah. Okay, right. Fair enough. So you still get. So about five minutes later, um, Kevin commits another foul, but it's on the edge of the box. Finn Harps are a free kick. And what a save Lee made. Outstanding, for that yeah. great session unreal outstanding it looks like he knew what was going down there at all times the way he set up like you know he was if it, if he put it into the other corner like just I yeah. said thinking it in it would have been thin he was so far over to this yeah. side like but he, he's seen it very late and got down very quick yeah. it was a great save it was brilliant brilliant save we um, liked it we liked it we yeah. liked it we yeah. liked it a lot did you like that save a lot oh. yeah we liked that a lot Lee super expediting goals <laughs> <laughs> Big fans, Lee. Big fans here as a Caramon podcast. Love the aggression, like no. <laughs> um, Finn Harps ended a goal disallowed after 35 minutes. A long ball up by the keeper onto the Finn Harps striker's chest, knocks it down. Midfielder slips a man through on goal, just offside. Very close one, but it was called. So the referee blew the whistle, but your man played on and just put the ball into the yeah, back of the net. Yeah, yeah. Everyone stopped. It was, I think, there wasn't really much of a reaction off it either. I thought it was very, very close compared to what other people thought. Yeah, it was tight enough, right? I'd say, but it, obviously the Finn Harps boys had a good view of that. Like, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't seem to make too much of an uproar of it. Like so, no. he must have been off. Yeah, it was one of those. It was very well worked out by him. To be fair. Um, and thankfully it wasn't a goal because that would have been we would have been in trouble I think if we'd conceded that early you know with the game kind of being 50-50 um, so Kerry had a massive chance on the 49th minute when Leo slipped Ryan Kelleher through and he pulled it back for Sean McGrath but his effort was well saved by the Harps keeper yeah, yeah. Top and to throw that ball into yeah. like, you know like you couldn't really put it anywhere else it was a quick snap at it do you know the keeper was in the right place at the right time I wouldn't say it was an unbelievable save because it was straight down his throat like, mm. but I don't think Sean could have done more with it no. with the, attack, the defenders coming at him like you know he needed to get it the shot half got perfect power behind it unfortunately the keeper was there waiting for it yeah when the, when, it, when the ball's coming at you that quick and you're that close to goal you just need to get it out of your feet as quick exactly. as possible so. exactly. but it was a good chance for Kerry that showed a positive sign but unfortunately five minutes later Finn Harps score and they capitalise on a misplaced pass by Sean McGrath in the middle of the park. They go on a counter-attack. Ball gets pulled back to Finn Harps number seven. I think it was Flood. And he sticks it in bottom corner. Um, would you say it was against the run of play? Or would you say, look, it's, it's like, again, it was one of those. I just I just thought it was kind of a 50-50 game. There wasn't spectacular football being played by both sides. But it was just it was kind of nip and tuck by both teams for the whole game up until that point. And once they got the goal, it was just bit of a kick in the teeth really I suppose yeah the game was so even at that point that obviously just one misplaced pass was going to going to change it and unfortunately it was, it was to Finn Harps um, mm. but I thought the boys kicked on from there they, they they really tried after that a couple of subs that came in fresh legs yeah um, 
do think we seem to get you know we play those wing back that wing back formation you know when the ball is turned over like we're, we're definitely weak in the left and right back positions because those wing backs as soon as we're in control of the ball they're getting up the field it's Sean and Robert doing it that, that the first half and second half the last day and if that turnover like the mistake by Sean the bad pass they're not getting back in quick enough and we're yeah. getting punished on that side like you know centre half being dragged out and someone getting in behind or and that running into acres of space do you know it has happened us a few I, times exactly because it's always going to be dangerous when you lose the ball in your own half anyway and the other team are on a quick turnover and a quick counter even if you have that back four and your full backs are in position um, they're still running at you at pace in your in your own half so um, yeah look it was unfortunate to go down um, but Kerry kind of they Kerry stayed in the game they dominated a bit of possession there for a couple of minute periods got a couple of attacks going um, but <laughs> five minutes later after the goal Leo lost the ball with a heavy touch on the edge of the area which led to a chance for Finn Harps but luckily it went over the crossbar um, Lee sorry I have Leo down here it was actually Lee the keeper yes, yes. pass back um, beaten cross yes at the pass back by Eaton um, I think they were kind of signalling each other afterwards that he was looking for a better ball I thought it was an okay ball the heavy touch was very heavy um, lucky I didn't see I didn't see anything wrong with the ball back but put your boot through really. <laughs> <laughs> commentary said it alright they were kind of laughing once the ball went over the bar but there was an early couple of seconds there Absolutely. when, when yeah. the ball got turned over I was dealt with it's most importantly yeah look it's okay. It's fine. You made a great save in <laughs> the first half. It was a solid game. But please, you're going to give one of us a heart attack. <laughs> um, so Eaton Costin in the 86th minute had a shot that was just deflected uh, wide. Um, but from that, Keane Brosnan whipped in a lovely ball for Sammy, who heads it home for a carry equaliser with four minutes to go. Talk to us, Dougie. What were your initial reactions? Joy. My are still sore. Yeah. And that barrier out in front of me. <laughs> oh, broke up. I was bruising underneath my arms and everything. But is that well worked in fairness? Like, Eaton's been fantastic um, since he came in. Unbelievable player. Probably very unlucky not to get man of the match. And um, he had a great strike. Ball went out. Super ball in by Brazzy. Mm-hmm. Keeper probably didn't do enough for Finn Harps, but look, Sammy was there and smashed it home like you know yeah. absolute elation and the place erupted it was unbelievable yeah, it was brilliant but great for Sammy as well like I felt he had an unbelievable game yeah. defensively like you know passing was good turnover ball he was in control he was taking his time and putting himself under no pressure doing all the, the simple stuff right and it, his performance was fantastic yeah. so it was it was only just right that he finished off with a goal and just tipped uh, Eaton Cost the man mm. of the match yeah. you know so yeah, because it was like as, just to touch on what you were saying as well. They they were solid for the kind of up until that point. Anyway, they were solid for um, majority of the game. Again, the goal that they conceded came from uh, a turnover in their own half. It's very hard to the, to defend a counter attack like that. But the two of them were solid. Sammy's header was brilliant. A great ball in by Keane. So I think it was a well deserved goal as well. Again we'd started putting pressure on them a bit more when we went down after it being a very 50-50 game so I think it was a well-deserved goal however it wasn't the end um, in the 94th minute and so do you want to talk us through this goal so yeah so 
Leo's running to get the ball and gets bundled over. The referee doesn't give the free. And he pops up and 30 seconds later he's given a free against Leo just past the halfway line. And, well, it's just as soft, I'd say. So the ball's whipped into the box. Sure enough, there it is into the back of the net. Yeah. Um, we were absolutely fuming yeah I can imagine it um, what were your what were your thoughts after the goal watching it back Dougie is it one that could, could have been avoided I suppose every goal could kind of be avoided in yeah, some absolutely. sense absolutely you know, I go back to what I said about the, the referee and I think you know, the touch on Leo's side fair enough I think it would have been a very very soft free kick but again there was times in the game where Finn Harps got those free kicks yeah. you know Leo was very frustrated it happened quite a lot kicked out which was a 100% the free kick, of course, like, yeah. you know, for the frustration. But, like, again, you have to look at the defending. Like, you know, there was two free men in the middle of the box. The three, or three centre-halves at the time, like, ended up behind the ball and the Finn Harsbergers ended up in front of them. Yeah. Again, like, I think it was just too much ball watching and not enough, you know, get on it. Like, you know, they're big lads. Like, they should be able to throw their weight around a bit more, like, you know. And I think that's, I think that's one of the key things you should be doing if you're under the cosh they have a set piece they're going to lump into the box it's just about getting physical making it hard even even just jump I didn't. Yeah. I don't think any of them jumped even just jump up in front of the man or jump next to the man put some bit of pressure on him they were very slowly organised as well I think yeah. that can have a lot to do with it you know they all sat in the back post you know not one man covering the middle of the centre in, in, in the six yard box you know Yeah. I, I just felt it wasn't that that but at all realistically like you know I think, I think Braz tried to get his head in this as if just before the, the yeah. Fenars man put it across the box um, but yeah no it's, it was just poor yeah it's and it, like it's heartbreaking it's, like realistically yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a shame because they were in a slugfest it was a slug it was a slugfest of a game for I think both teams would have been happy with a draw I think the Fenars yeah. manager came out and said they were by far a better team but like Jesus it's the only game he was watching like no. realistically like I thought I thought it was a very physical game for 90 minutes like yeah, everyone put in a shift I think they had the majority get, of the ball in the first half we had our, we had our spells we had the majority of the ball in the second half they had their spells yeah. you know do you know what I was just I, I would have said yeah he's a scoundrel as I like so let's be honest about it like <laughs> let's be honest about it you know, let's be honest that, though. You're, you're one of them as well yeah what, what do you mean he's a scoundrel in Liverpool are you yeah mm. you Liverpool yeah and a dog and a dog ah, get out of here <laughs> but um, on that note um, I'd like to thank Anto for everything he's done on the podcast and uh, wish him everything wish him the best luck with everything in the future yeah. thanks Doug thanks cheers <laughs> get out <laughs> No, you're laughing you go, are you going yet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I always know you were so serious man. <laughs> no but look um, I, I agree I, I do think a point was I think a point was fair for both teams because it was one of those games as you said it was just kind of just back and forth 50-50 physical game everyone put in a shift a lot of people were in the wars they were yeah. getting getting heavy challenges a lot of fellas were putting in heavy challenges um, we left just, it's ourselves just, again it's just the way yeah. you look at it like you know but look it's just look again it's one of those things I think those games will come once once they get experience in those kind of games the more experience they get in those really close games and those dying minutes I think we'll be able to see our games a bit better um, well, I'd be hoping anyway but because um, I look great bunch of lads they're putting an absolute shift again it's just that little split second yeah. um, of a lapse uh. of concentration or tiredness or whatever it may be um, just let us down but look on we go 
more consistent goalkeeper as well will help organise things a bit better do you know because Lee wasn't happy after that ball went in like yeah. he, he went out and he gave it gave it socks like you know and you're yeah. like you can't blame the men like, absolutely you know? no yeah um, obviously the frustrations boil over to after the full time whistle yes. which will see him yeah. miss Friday night's game at Waterford now like you know yeah so talk to us talk to us about that because I was watching the game from home and <laughs> The, I, the I got I got the big graphic covering the whole screen. You just catch the catch the start of it. I just got the start when yeah. So go on talk. Okay, Lee's walking out. He goes. There's a Finn Harps. I don't know. So goalie, I think. No, it wasn't actually from the get go. That's what I thought as well. The sub keeper was booked yeah. for a completely different incident. Obviously, he got involved later on in it. But there was Finn Harps pair walking onto the pitch. Lee was walking up towards the halfway line. You know, shaking hands. I presume, and. The Finn Harps lad went towards him, I'd imagine, to shake his hand. There was a few words said, he pushes Lee, Lee pushes him, and then another player comes in, another Finn Harps player pushes Lee, the same thing, and then both teams come together, like, you know. From what I remember the game, the, the subkeepers on the Infla, um, he was booked as well. Um, he got involved as well, started mounting and shoving and this and that. And the referee just picked out Lee and the Finn Harp subkeeper and booked him both. Unfortunately, it was Lee second yellow. So he'll miss the game of Waterford. That was poor officiating, to be honest with you. The game is over. Like, you know, I didn't, like, the, the, the lines of I made all the calls, as far as I could see with it, like, when he was watching, you know, yeah. he couldn't hear a thing. Like, he'd seen what we seen. The, the initial push came from the Finn Harp player. Do you know what I mean? Lee did push back, fair enough. But that initial, the initial guy did pushed Lee first did not get booked no. the guy that pushed him again didn't get booked it was a, a lad that came into the situation 30 or 40 seconds later and got involved do you know what I mean yeah I, I don't know but it, look, it's, obviously obviously it probably is a yellow card but it, look, it's at the end of the game leave it lie do you know even if yeah. I'm missing a game or because of but like as you as you said just to touch on it again it like it's heated at the end because the game was getting heated as it went on because of the officiating <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, if yeah, it was yeah. nipped in the bud at the start or even halfway through when there was a lot of fouls going on either, either side it didn't make a difference if it was nipped in the bud by the referee then it would have been fine yeah. he just he turned to his cards to try and justify some of his decisions because he gave out a lot of cards um, Friday night so you know I just I don't know it's one of those things again you could kind of have to stem back to the to the referee in the first place yeah 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 so look anyway we'll move on um, upcoming fixtures we have Watford away on Friday night and Cove at home on the Monday so big weekend ahead for Kerry FC how do you think we'll fare out in the two games it's a tough tough weekend That's, yeah, yeah. second tough. and third in the league toughest weekend we've had in a while yeah like, obviously it's put Galway into like this only thing we've got to put it at home to Waterford the last time they came down or wait Waterford sorry last time we played them we were beating 6-0 um, in on top park men running cotton up top is an absolute different he's, class he's a joke like he's <laughs> 28 goals in the league I think the nearest yeah. to him is 13 or 14 Do you know Galway have scored a lot of goals like obviously like, he's, he's yeah. probably scored more goals than 50% of the first division teams clubs, like yeah. you know clubs always you know it's mad so like that's not going to be easy away from home but look I suppose our lads have improved yeah. 
we, tend, um, we tend to play good away from home we played very well away from home against them last time yeah. Yeah. as well we were actually lucky probably not to get a point out of that game yeah they defended um, very well for 90 minutes like, you know, you, we, we've lacked new experience coming in like you know exactly, yeah. Eating Cost Martin Cock in the yeah. middle Keane Bart's back in the middle of the park now again hopefully that'll stay the same way I thought Martin and Keane did actually very well on Friday, I think the only reason they were probably taken off is because they ran themselves into the ground. Yeah, you know, which is probably possibly could have been a tactic. Like, yeah, give me seventy, give me sixty-five minutes. Like, and by the day, move for sixty-five minutes. Absolutely, and yeah. again, because it was a physical game, they were flying in. Yeah, Jesus, they, they, they give it their all. In fairness, like you know, so you just don't know what way it's going to go realistically. Like you know, exactly. Yeah, and look, it's it's one of those it's one of those weekends. Now this weekend, I think. Um, a good showing once we get a good showing against Watford I think um, hold our own and try and get something out of the game and Monday night in against Cove at home again it's another chance to bring Cove down a bit of a Kerry Cork uh, derby as such um, so that that's a game again last time they were here first game of the season I didn't think Kerry did too bad because it was their first ever game yeah. Good crack as well. I think Lee Stacey is a goalkeeper, isn't he? Yeah. He's got a bit of bit of crack in fairness. Yeah. Like you know, so you got a bit of jumping on the ground and time waste. Yeah, yeah, but like he got a bit of he got a bit off the fence behind the goals. Like <laughs> yeah. and he was having a bit of crack with him. Like I'm sure he's looking forward to coming back down. Absolutely. Are you are you looking forward for him to come back down? Yeah, I am. Sure he's handsome. <laughs> Bears. <laughs> but look, I think you know. <laughs> right. Interesting. He's not handsome. Now, Lee, I'm, I'm going to take you on this now and you can only give the boys a abuse. That's right, like next Monday. Just saying. But I think realistically, like, if we got a point out of the two games, I think we'd be very happy. Yeah. Do you know, like, they're second and third in the league. I think they've both won five in the last eight games. Like, they're kind of lifting at the moment. I think pretty much both are guaranteed the playoffs. Cover pulling out results left, right, and I know Finn Hart's beat them for three recently. Yeah. That was a bit of a shock to the system, I'd say. But overall, they've been very very good so interesting to see and it's a big big weekend for the club um, hopefully we can get some sort of points on the board out of the two games and it'll be it's 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 football for us to watch anyway over the yeah. weekend it's great to see two games yeah, so close to each other to Waterford Ooh. on Friday yeah. so if anyone wants to join me I'll be in the block A the away seating come make some noise yeah bringing the drum no I'm not bringing the drum oh, why not I'm not bringing that on the train with Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I see that's the see I completely understand though. If he see if he if he's to mind the drum, there's no one to mind Daryl then. <laughs> or me. Yeah, I don't I genuinely don't think they'll be back from Monday. What? I don't think they'll make it no no they won't make it back. Oh, he uh, won't. Yeah, nah, nah. Maybe not. We better actually post a picture of him on the Instagram just in case. We bring Cabral Cutouts up to Montauk Park Monday night. Name, little name tags on them with my, <laughs> mine and your phone numbers in case they get lost <laughs> please contact that's some, you know, that's some tag team tackling fucking Waterford no, no, they think about it uh, yeah, even more yeah. my god if you're from Waterford or you're involved with the club listen to this Don't watch out for section A the, uh, <laughs> of the away end it might only be the two of them but my god you'll see them for a while <laughs> um, so look we'll move on we had a very special guest in this week um, Chris Bubbles Hegarty of Kerry FC and he sat down with us just to have a chit chat about what he does around the club so we hope you enjoyed the interview well Chris how are you getting on? not too bad Pat thanks for having me uh, welcome um, so I suppose we go straight into it what were your initial thoughts or feelings when you heard that Kerry FC would be introduced into the League of Ireland? 
over the moon. Um, it's been a long time coming, I suppose, um, with the players that we've had in this county down through the years. Yeah, it was just an excitement there, uh, the buzz around the town, especially the coverage it was getting was absolutely fantastic. Something I've never witnessed or seen to do in, or to do with soccer or football um, in this county. So yeah, it's 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 been very very exciting times. Yeah, I think like we were kind of saying, we've said it in previous episodes as well that like there was times there where it was just a shame that like as you said we've had great players coming up through the ranks and then there's almost like a dead end for them like so now that the fact that there's a senior level now as well for those for that pathway to carry on if that makes sense yeah that's it because like we first started off with under 17s and um, um, Darren Hearn had came in things weren't going well with the first manager Darren had came in and done his very very best of what he could have done um, he was involved with the FAI obviously so could only take over that team for a certain amount of yeah. I think it was like a year or two or something like that so like when you have the 17s and 19s well we had no 19s at the time so we were losing kind of players to different counties like Cork mm. City Treaties um, you told us that story about Sean McGrath Sean Kennedy playing against Gary now. Yeah, in, yeah, in the Mark Farron Cup semi-final. Um, Joey lost two of the boys and two upcoming players for us. We were absolutely gutted to lose them, but there was no pathway there for them. No, we've under 14s, 15s, 17s, 19s, and no, we've a senior squad. Yeah, you see, with the two boys are coming back now for the senior squad, so it's obviously making a difference to to, to attract them home. Like you know, they didn't mind going away for 17s and 19s because they didn't have anything at home in Kerry for them yeah. now they do when they're back at it like you know they're yeah. very, very good players to bring back into the team and like just to kind of move on to yourself now a small bit like what's your what's your current role in Kerry FC or do we do you have a title in with the KDL as well because I mean every time any of us are up around Mount Talk Park you're always doing some bit of maintenance <laughs> or there's something got to do with a shop or you're doing some bit of coaching with an underage group or a senior level so for those that might not know who you are what's like what is it that you're currently doing and explain everything every job that you do now so that I went up there one there he had a lawnmower and he was uh, cutting the hill <laughs> up and down the hill cutting the hill <laughs> that's a workout in itself oh, <laughs> uh, definitely definitely um, so I first started off like I've always been down the KDL it's basically my home um, if I wasn't with my dad down there at a younger age I was up there on my own kicking ball or whatever but I suppose as I got older I I just love the game and I love having good facilities and different teams coming down and saying look at Mount Talk Park draw a top class yeah. facility but my own title at the moment with Kerry FC would be I'd be the kit man and I'd be doing the goalkeepers with uh, a good long long friend of mine uh, Derek O'Shea uh, Del Boy as we call him Del Boy uh, yeah <laughs> the big man um, so yeah so before that then so I became PRO of the Kerry District League so I was just uh, I'd be on Radio Kerry and giving out results and doing fixtures and going to meetings and stuff like that but 
yeah, I on the other side of things, then I used to kind of maintain the grounds outside of my own hours. Then yeah. you know, I could go to work, come home from work, go down, brush the pitches. There are two Astros now, but before the Astros came in, you know, we were cutting the grass, lining the pitch, putting up new nets. At what age group? Or what age Mind in the corner flags. Mind in the corner flags, yeah. Doodle Maguire. His father Ted Redford is there. At what age did you start getting kind of, because look, you obviously played as well all the way through, um, still playing, now you're going back playing again. Mm-hmm. Um, at what age did you kind of get involved in all of the background stuff? So like, so maintenance and um So I was kind of on a C scheme up there at the time and obviously I was doing fuel coal as they say yeah. um, outside of that so yeah I kind of the more I was down there the more pride I took in the place yeah. um, but it means a lot to me because you know, I live close to the KDL and I've always spent my time down there if someone asked where's Bubs or Chris KDL yeah, so it's it is. You're like, like us, soccer's our game, and always has been our game. Yeah, it's so was like you never had. I don't play the dinos, but you never had like a a club as such that was a massive part of your heart. Mm-hmm. It was always Kerry District League was always just a part of your heart. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, and you something to be proud of up there with the senior yeah. team and, and, and the grounds. Yeah, massively, and I think that's draw massive credit to my dad because, like he basically bred the game into me like and all I used to hear was like oh John Bubbs' goal and all just stuff like that but soccer was a massive part of his life and obviously it was drilled into me and stuff like that but yeah I I always took pride in doing stuff down there and yeah it's I suppose as the years and time has went on I kind of just couldn't leave the place really yeah um, and that's it's, everything that's the gear that's equipment everything like and is there is there anything like is there anything else that like you were saying like your father had a big part in you getting so involved is there anything else that kept you there to you know be involved with so much around the club and around the ground it's when you're a part of the squads and the younger boys are kind of looking at you saying you 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 like you hop off of them, and you have you have a good laugh with with the academy teams. Yeah. Like and John, you you kind of look at yourself as um, you kind of want them to kind of look up to you, kind of in a way, and just by do things right. You know, um, yeah, it's 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 what you call it. How how can I put it? Yeah, you 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 basically you have a special bond. You you do get a bond with the players and stuff like that, and I think that's. You take pride in that, um, but I think they, that's key as well. Lord, that there's the fact that that's kind of kept you involved as well is that shows how good of an environment each kind of group is at the moment. Like, so what what groups are you actually in with now? Are you in with all groups? So is there specific groups? Uh, no, so I, I'd be gone from the academy now because of obviously being involved with the senior squad and stuff like that. But the gear side of it, yeah, look, I'd still try my best to do with the academy no it's an awful lot of work yeah it's it's very tough um 
So obviously, look, they're the 14s, 15s, 17s, 19s managers. They obviously look after the gear and stuff, but you kind of just do things just to tidy up around there and make sure everything's he says in. He's not involved, but he's probably been at every academy training session. This <laughs> yeah, year. yeah. Watching everything because I don't think he's ever been the time they've been above the He's not there. Yeah, yeah. And you know, even like I, I would, I go up and watch the academy goalkeepers because even games, like when I can get out of work and stuff like that. Um, myself and Dell will be up watching the goalkeepers because we want to see who's coming through who's coming through the academies and scouting yeah basically um, so we have maintenance we have coaching scouts. we have scouting <laughs> <laughs> the whole works but, everything jack um, of all trades yeah so it's no I just love I love being involved um, what's yeah. it like being involved with Kerry's first ever senior team like well Kerry FC say first Kerry's I know there has been clubs in Kerry that have played in the League of Ireland but Kerry's first ever kind of county uh, senior team in the League of Ireland yeah it's been overwhelming I suppose Um, like when I think back I used to go up and watch Billy play with Cork City yeah and just to be a part of his backroom staff it's absolutely it's, it's unbelievable like you learn so much from the likes of Shuki, Billy, Maka, Dale, John. It's 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 yeah. It's it's absolutely it's it's special to be a part of it because it's not only us. When you're on the sideline and you're looking at other things, you're taking that in as well, and that's experience as well. You know, and you're learning off other coaches and what they do and. So obviously everyone has their own different ideas of coaching and stuff like that but you pick up these small things that make a massive difference come game day or mm. come training session and like I watched Dublin Kerry yesterday and they're on about um, I forget his name though he was after coming back into the Dub- Dublin panel and he had like bottles of water down the side of the pitch and jo- is that yeah Pacquiao yeah so, so it's so these little things make a massive difference to the small the small things yeah, yeah yeah you know and it's it's yeah it's massive massive part of it but yeah it's to be involved well, is years, I'm good. yeah yeah <laughs> definitely yeah. makes trays of sandwiches uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually I was lazing our officer for Northern Ireland actually going back for the victory shield and she's tough work as well and um, what goes into it yeah. But yeah, look, I love the game. I love Kerry having a League of Ireland senior team. It's mm. something I've always dreamt of. I used to go watch like Cork City be our closest, basically League of Ireland team to us. So I used to go up and watch Darren, Billy, Gazi Kelly, all these boys. Like, but just to be a part of Billy's backroom staff, Joe Billy's been absolutely outstanding with us. Yeah. It's you approached. To come in, or did you just like your bubs up here anyway? Sure, you know. Yeah, well, I wasn't no, not approached, but I, I was there. Yeah, and, part of the team yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah, and yeah. that means an awful lot to Billy because Billy trusts us. We trust him. Um, John, he's always absolutely top guy to go to if you're ever stuck for anything, and John always there. Same with Chucky and Mac. It goes back and forth between yeah. and Chucky, Chucky, you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Obviously, there's a trust between the lot. You've been oh, together for so long. Yeah. So, and 
it's yeah it's it's I wouldn't say about having too much experience in the game it's who he believes and trusts in exactly Joe and that's what you're going to do is you have to do it with your own your own team your yeah. own boys you trust you're not going to yeah and you're probably not going to give 100% unless you're with your right boys mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. and as and as you said as well like with the other groups that that, that good envir- environment that good bond like that's going to want to be carried all the way through too so like building a team in backroom staff and building a team on the pitch are two completely separate teams too like so yeah yeah, yeah. you know um, in, in saying that though like so <clears throat> heavily involved around the grounds heavily involved you've all wanted a club in Kerry have you any future goals or aspirations yourself in football it, whether it be with coaching or anything just along the lines with football in general is there any other step you'd like to take or well I'll be honest no if I wasn't part of the setup, I'd probably be over with you singing <laughs> um, yeah it's look I've always Get him out, Billy. We need yeah. a hand over. Like, yeah. Get him out, Kerry Billy. FC. <laughs> we, we, we've been we've been crying out for a new drummer. Yes. Yeah. So um, yeah. Look, I never kind of thought about that really. Um, I'm just happy at the moment in my position that I am, and I don't think I would if I was offered the job as the water bottle man or whatever in different club I wouldn't yeah. I wouldn't like it carry carries my club like and I'm here to stay here to stay proud of them being in the League of Ireland no matter what like yeah um, and you know what it's been for the first year it's been a roller coaster and we're all learning but things are going to get a lot better and yeah there's exciting things to come yeah that's uh, that's uh, that was actually my next question anyway do you see do you see a very positive because like i think we've kind of discussed it a small bit that progression already from the start of the season to now as it is do you see that there being a very do you think it'll be a quick process or do you think it'll take time or what, what way do you reckon the, the pathway is for us or is it too early to tell yeah it's, you kind of have a bit of both like it's it, like once you get the proper structure there and once the club is doing their bit outside of it it's up to the players then on the pitch and stuff to, yeah. to focus on their job um, but they are like they're, the all academy teams are working so hard at the moment the senior squad they are like if you came up and watched the session they're working their absolute socks off like it's it's nuts and for results not to go your way like it's absolutely disheartening there's nights we're going home after games and we're not sleeping like yeah. you know and that I'm only a kit man goalkeeper coach like so imagine what Billy and Chucky and Macker are like you know and it is like it's, the players, it's the frustration yeah it's, it's, it's very tough. tough on them because like you you've three or four that we're doing they're leaving certs you know, during the year and it takes its toll like you know and in another two or three years, these boys are going to be ripping it up. Yeah. And we don't want to stay in the first division. Like we, like we want to get to the Premier League and compete. Yeah. I see a lot of yeah. the earlier blips in the season in the team, and you know it's, it's it's making its way out. You know, obviously down to the boys putting in the work and training and stuff like that. You can see the change in them. The performances are improving all the time. Fitness levels are improving all the time. <laughs> You know, there were very. You can see they're working hard behind the scenes, like you yeah. know. And that's I think, as the years going on, I think they're getting that little bit of experience. 
which makes a massive difference because like, like, you're looking at other League of Ireland clubs and what they're doing to kind of waste time or yeah. a little tip there they'll go down and kill the game kill the momentum and stuff like that and that's that's to come from our boys yet yeah, like you know so it's that's a learning trade for them but once they keep doing the right things keep listening to Billy keep listening to Shuki Maka Gutsy I, 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 I think yeah there's good things ahead for them um, because they, they are they're, they're, they're a great bunch but like that you still have to get results and they will come they will they will I'm absolutely certain of it yeah I think we were cry- like we were crying out for that first home win and it came and like I, I do agree with you I think there's been a lot of games where like it's just gone out of our hands mm-hmm and it's the small things as you said maybe that bit of experience with the I wouldn't say the dirty side of the game but the cute side of the, the game maybe, side of it, you yeah. know like the yeah. little bits of time wasting and yeah. small little methods to just add add a few more seconds or a few more minutes onto where you can recuperate and stuff I think yeah. to do that as you have a lot to learn but it does look like they're learning at a nice quick pace at the moment mm-hmm. because they have showed some signs of um sh- sh- some signs of improvement yeah yeah tough one to say but I know it was yeah a bit of a couple of weeks ago with Damien on and he reckons we'll have the Champions League shown in Montauk Park in the next 10 years (laughs) I said 13 to be fair but he said 10 so the pressure's on you Damien I'm sure it's easier for the players too though to be invested when they have people like yourself in there that's so invested in one team and so invested in a setup and shows passion I'm like is there is there a lot of players inside there that are like they they're they're showing that same passion they want to because oh, yeah. from what I can see is like nearly every performance as you can see fellas are fighting for the badge like you know and it's oh. great seeing it it's kind of more so of a compliment for yourself really is like when they have people on the sideline like that like yourself that are fully invested and passionate about it mm-hmm. I think it rubs off on the players then mm-hmm. as well oh the players are like there's times inside the dressing room and I probably shouldn't say it like but they're going at each other like yeah. they're proper going at each other and it's not like oh yeah coming in at half time sitting down drinking water these boys are fucking they want it they want it like they, they, they're basically taking heads off inside the dressing room yeah well that's a compliment to and, them you know they, yeah. uh, because they care they care exactly. like yeah. um, be worse if they were coming in didn't give a shit like but no yeah. like they they do care like and they care about results and even Friday night just gone it hurts them more than it hurts oh, us yeah 100%. big time big time as, as you said the effort they're putting in and you know it's tough to take a last like that and yeah like frustrations built up and you know stuff happened and you can see late it's yeah and like it's that tough. it's when they're taking each other's heads off it's not impersonal that's the thing about it is that they're there to win and yeah. they want it as much as we do we all want it and we want to do it for ye and for the fans yeah. because after every 90 minutes in Mount Hawk Park the fans are still there they're clapping us off and I think the, obviously our first home win against Ring Matten in the cup the place was absolutely hopping Bouncing. I went into work yeah. the next morning and I was like fuck me so <laughs> I was just there <laughs> yeah, I was just chanting away to myself 
inside work like whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, myself and one of my friends inside there Jamie Sullivan we'd be making up chants there the whole time um, send them on send them on I'd be like what am I goalkeeper coach or uh, pop over there yeah. <laughs> next Monday yeah. <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes sneaky sneaky in behind us to give us one and go back to the bench then come, come Castlebar Friday before the after one of the balls <laughs> ball boy as well um, yeah no look the, it's been an up and down season mixed emotions but look that was expected though to be fair like 100%. the first season like you know every, everyone I think everyone in the club is learning though yeah. even as fans yeah. we're also learning yeah. you know like and it's, we're I don't even know where I want to stand <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah, yeah. corners yeah. over there right. down here there we go the base yeah, in our terrace 45 minutes in the east terrace <laughs> ring man give him 45 minutes in the north terrace <laughs> I know what I was coming or going <laughs> But like every everyone's <coughs> learning, whether it's fans, they're learning about players, they're learning about play styles. They're they're just learning about what a match day feels like. Management are learning different tactics. Players are learning just basic, like just again the same, I suppose, tactics, and they're getting experience. Mm-hmm. So like, do you know, it's a big learning curve. But like, again, to kind of just again to compliment you, I think it and. I think everyone can kind of agree that's always kind of around Mount Talk Park is having someone like yourself in and amongst the group whether it's at a high priority role or even just there as some bit of a presence I mean just have someone that invested and a jack of all trades as yeah. I said earlier yeah. you know I think it's a, cre- it's a credit to the club and it's a credit to the town as well it's mad like you every, know? every player that's gone to every parent of it, every player that's gone played in the KDL or Mount Talk Park knows Bubs yeah you talk to everybody happy face around the place you're the type of people that clubs like this need to, to keep the people like us fans passionate you know it's, we love going up there yeah. you'll always have a salute smile on your face you're always happy well to a certain point walking yeah. into it lads <laughs> if there's no match points if you're above a mountain up park very likely would have seen a different category yeah. but, you know yeah, it's, people like you are massive for the club do you know you make people look welcome in Mount Park be at home fans being away at fans do you know so it's yeah. a credit to yourself as well in fairness appreciate that guys um, yeah it's yeah look once you keep coming up supporting us I've no doubt we will go on it's um, good, to be fair. it oh, is it great, is but yeah. well, like that even you know, like I was coming out of where we live in Shanikil when you see the floodlights down below in the KDL you'd always as a young fellow you'd be like oh, John, wouldn't you love a League of Ireland game there on no Friday night and know what's happening yeah. so like we want the town Clarny we want the whole county to get behind us for this like and it's massive it's absolutely massive because it's massive for like their kid might want to go play the game and you never know in a couple of years that's where they might be and that's what we're trying to teach the senior KFC boys is versus Helsinki it's the younger boys that we like we want the senior boys to set an example for the academy boys to look up to and that's something that they should should aim for absolutely and I think everyone kind of needs someone to look up to to a certain degree and I suppose the players kind of have management and you know and that kind of filters all the way down to the academy oh, yeah. like so again look I think just 
to wrap it up before we ask if you've anyone to if you want to give a shout out to anyone but um look thanks for coming on as i said a great credit to the club a great credit to the management team inside there and just to everyone around our own mount talk park and to the players um thanks for coming on porter there every game good man zach perfect thanks very much all right guys appreciate it right so that was that was bubbles um what you make an interview lads fucking very honest um it's a it's a a, a joy to kind of be around and talk about Kerry football his passion for the club that was a pleasure to have Bob Zan in fairness like yeah. as I said like you know he's a smile he's always a smile on his face up there like you know when you walk in the gate and you see him you kind of automatically cheer up like yeah. you know he's a stalwart for Kerry soccer always has been <clears throat> the man does absolutely everything for the county like you know yeah. and I genuinely do not think there was a happier man in Kerry and when he found out that there was going to be a senior oh, side I agree, yeah. in the League of Ireland like, because even even before there was even talks he was still heavily involved with with football one way or another whether it was at underage level or at senior level you know so ah, he's um, great I even see down through the years above in Channock Hill like he's always playing ball in the street with the kids and they all know him he's you know he's nice he's nice to everyone like he gives them all their time because yeah. they all know him like he's a big man in Kerry soccer like you know so, do you know, in fairness, it was great to have him on. And thanks for, thanks for coming in. Um, I hope everyone enjoyed the interview. So, we'll move on. So, we've played a month nominations and fresh month, a fresh award. Um, so, the games that we are basing the nominations off are Treaty, um, where we lost 3-2 and Leo and Sean McGrath were on the score sheet. Longford, where we lost 2-1, where Leo scored. The Ringmatten game, where we won 2 0. Ryan Kelleher got both. And the Finn Harps game, just gone, where we lost 2 1. And Sammy got that goal towards the end. So, who are we thinking for nominations this month? Um, I think first nomination, anyway, Ethan Koss. Okay. Since, since he joined the club, he's, he's really made the position his own. How do you like him, though? <laughs> <laughs> No, gas, gas, gas. <laughs> um, I, I just think he's oh, been I got ta- that. Sorry, I got that so late. The chant. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I think he's been solid at the back. He's really put in tackles. He's kind of nearly rejuvenated the whole, the whole backline. It's really added a, a different energy. So he's yeah. Rumors going around is that like he's unbelievable on the training pitch, like you know, in his dressing room, top class character, like you know. Um, you can see he fights for it he loves it like you know two games in he's on top of our shoulders in the ring man game like you know yeah. that's what you want that's what you need in a club like you know people are aggression people that love being part of it like you know Yeah. and his performances have been outstanding you said it yourself he's slotted in there left back yeah at the weekend no problem like you know yeah I, I, I agree as well I think, I think because mainly because he's just come straight into a setup. And he went straight into the starting lineup his first game after being announced as a signing. Had a solid performance there. Carried on into the ring Mahan game where he was excellent. And uh, the weekend just gone, as he just said, he was unlucky not to get mad at a match. Um, he put in a great performance. He's so calm on the ball. He plays with his head. He's a couple of yards ahead of attackers. I just lost the cap of my buyer up. Um, but yeah, overall solid couple of games there in that month of uh, July and it was his first couple of games and there's no fault there so who do we have next three nominations by the way is what we're going to do and 
I'll explain the format of how we will how we will decide after. Oh, wow. so Ooh, who else we think it? So we've eaten as one. I think Leo has Leo. to be Leo. Two goals in four games. Uh, I go back to the Ryan game. I think he was involved in every goal, every chance mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, very very good against Treaty as well. Same thing. Like it's probably been his best period for for the club is been this month. Yeah. You know, two goals in four games involving plenty of chances. That goal against Street he alone, like deserves a nomination, like, you know. But again I thought he was very good Friday night. Thought he had a tough time of it. I think yeah. he's better out playing wide. I think the two didn't really suit him as much. The kind of central striker role. I don't, for me I think he's better out the left that's where he does most his damage. But hey, he came up against a strong sticky buck Friday night that got away with quite a lot, I think. Yeah. He was but in fairness, he still put it in, he had a couple of chances, you know. So I, I yeah, think he's a, he's a deserving nomination. I, I think, like we, like, as you said, we've seen it against the Finn Harps, against Finn Harps there just gone. Um, despite being kind of kicked around the place a small bit and not getting certain calls for free kicks or whatnot, he still fought, he still tried to get for every every single ball. And that's outside of him trying to create. He does have a, a big engine on him. He does get around the pitch a lot and he does try and draw those fouls to get us those chances in the first place. Can't fault his effort ever. Um, last couple of games he's been our go-to, I suppose, outlet. Absolutely, to yeah. drive yeah, us yeah. forward. Himself and Sean O'Connell have been linking up unbelievably well the last couple of games. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? And again, like I, I, I can justify it. Yeah, I do. I do think he should be one of the nominations too. Do you agree, Antor? Oh, What's yeah. your story? Yeah, definitely. I, I don't think. His performance against Anto as well, like his phenomenal fairness, and left Anto blue. (laughs) I definitely beat him in a foot race. (laughs) Right, so Ethan, Leo, and who are we thinking for our third nomination? There's plenty of options there, to be honest. I suppose, you know, Sammy was very good on Friday night. Ryan Keller, massive performance against Ring Mahon. Sean O'Connell, possibly, you know, has put in some decent efforts over the last couple of games. I don't know, I suppose if I had to go at one over the four games I'd probably go at Ryan. Yeah. I think he came on in against Ray Mahan when we we needed someone like that. Scored two fantastic goals, won us the game. I Friday night I thought he was unbelievable. I don't know, he's his work right off the ball. It just I don't think he got enough uh, help yeah. from the midfield up behind. He was holding up a lot of ball, like he was keeping two, three seconds and he just wasn't getting made up with him to lay it after, like, you know. But I think if you watch the game back his work rate was unbelievable. Yeah, it's just um, he, he doesn't he doesn't stop he doesn't stop running. And I I agree. I I would have Ryan Keller as my third as well for the simple fact. I mean, two of his two out of the four games he made appearances off the bench. It's very hard not to nominate Who's him. Who's that for the? Did he bleep yours? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's hard not to nominate someone who gets the two goals and a two 0 win in your first home game as well. Um, absolutely, it's a big, it's one, it's one of those games that we'll hold close to our heart, and it happened in the month of July for this award. So that's one of my main reasons, and his work rate, as I as I already said, it kind, it might have went a bit unnoticed in the Finn Harps game because it was so kind of touch and go from everyone. But he does, he runs, he runs, um, he runs his socks off. He fights for every ball in the air. He tries to get out as few as quick as possible to get some sort of an attack going. And yeah, he's always a bit of a threat and uh, inside the box and on the edge of the box. So I would agree with that. Are you in agreement, Ento? Or are you disagreeing? Or do you have someone else in mind? No, no. I think uh, I, th- I think Ryan's well deserved to to be nominated for 
for player of the month two nice quick short snappy sponsored answers, by uh, Kieran O'Sullivan coaches this month yeah so thank Kieran, you Kieran. Kieran thank you very much uh, sponsoring this player of the month award again um, and how we are going to decide the winner of this is we will be accepting messages DMs on Instagram and Twitter if you think Ethan deserves uh, the player of the month award messages Ethan P-O-T-M <laughs> If you think Leo deserves the Player of the Month award, message us Leo, P-O-T-M. Or if you think it's Ryan Keller, message us Ryan with P-O-T-M. Um, I feel like I was doing, you know, you might for that reason big, alone, big brother. There's going to be no votes for the P-O-T-M. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was like a mix of Love Island and Big Brother there. Yeah, it was cast. But when yeah, get on to us. An let episode us seven of the pod. Yes, it will be announced next week. Um, and just get a, get get us get your votes in. Get on to us if you think it's Ethan, Leo, or Ryan, and let us know. And we will announce it next week and present the award at the home game after we announce it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Right. On to the bit of Q and A. Plenty of content this week, lads, don't we? So. Lots of love for the referee this week. Lots of love for the referee, yeah. prick. Um, so the first question is from Shane O'Mahony. <laughs> yeah, where was the beep that time? Yeah. Uh, to concede a 93rd minute goal at home is a tough pill to swallow, but look to lighten the mood. My question for the next episode is, before Kerry FC was called Kerry FC, what would you name the club? For example, Kerry Ramblers, Kerry Celtic, Sporting Kerry, etc. That's a good question. I would still would have called the Kerry FC to be honest with you. Yeah, do you know what? Like those times where you're trying to come up with a couple of chances and it'd be nice to have an all United or something behind. Like <laughs> United, 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 you know, with a Y. Oh, United, hurt the back of your truck and <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I, I do think they made the right decision with Kerry FC and Kerry Ramblers or like it just sounds like something you make up in FIFA in 1998 <laughs> and are building their own team. Do you know <laughs> when they have no uh, licenses? Sporting Kerry, like sport- <laughs> Pro Evo Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sporting Fingal was possibly the worst name of a team of all time. Like Sporting Fingal. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. I think they made the right decision. What about you, Anto? You definitely have some mad, <laughs> mad ideas. Rovers. Kerry Rovers. No, I think Kerry uh, FC is the right name for it. I, I, I don't know if what else you could call it really. You, know, you could call it Kerry Ramblers. You could call <laughs> no, it yeah. uh, Kerry Celtics. Electrical Kerry. <laughs> Inter, no. was it Internationale Kerry? <laughs> but a uh, good question, Shane. Thanks for sending that in. The next question is from Sean. It's beginning to hurt so much more week on week. Not because I can't take the losing, because we are playing so much better and deserve so much more. So that's not really a question. That's more of a an opinion that he'd like for us to discuss. Ah, uh, yeah, you have to agree. Like we're 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 playing a lot better football since the first couple of games of the season. Um, you know, we're only losing by by a goal. That those three games that you mentioned, you know, they're all one goal, and definitely could have got things out of the, all of those games actually. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's uh, leaving the ground. You're you're coming out a little bit more frustrated and disappointed but at the same time the boys are given absolutely everything I think I think teams are respecting Kerry FC a lot more absolutely I would say so do you know too, yeah. like, is it like we're not getting the, the space up top that we used to get because teams are going at us so much but like even Finn Harps like Finn Harps never went at us full belt no. on Friday night because like, no. so they know 
that's career improving like you know and they're they, afraid of us yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't have they wouldn't have come in with the mindset of getting rough and rough and roady and yeah. shit talking if they didn't think we were some bit of a threat or Absolutely. we had Absolutely. certain threats around the pitch I mean like that's what I probably think they you see that right may back or may that was stuck on Toledo all game like, yeah. and he was poking at him pushing him prodding at him like you know eventually he got what he wanted in the end he got a kick out of Leo like and do you know yeah like, um, it's great to see that the team is being respected a lot more absolutely absolutely you know, yeah, I mean, and even if they they won't say it you can see it on the yeah. pitch like you know because at the start I don't know if some I don't know if a lot of teams them. took took us that seriously but I think now that the performances have come together and we've progressed so much yeah, you, can see, you can see you can see teams coming in a bit more aggressive now some other teams saying stuff at the, on the benches and saying stuff inside the dress rooms and stuff like you know mm. that wasn't very very nice so no. about the team like you know so like you know in your face boys yeah we're coming for you anyway next question is from David Lynch how's it going lads loving the podcast keep up the great work thanks David Uh, just curious how you feel the level of officiating in our games has been (laughs) don't get me wrong I know as the new boys in the league we're probably given a bit of an introduction but to be honest it feels like we're being given very little altogether from refs and even linesmen feels like we're being treated very harshly even tonight so this is in relation to the Finn Harps game just gone just before the Finn Harps winner Leo was what appeared to be fouled nothing given yet seemed to be pretty much the same instant further up the field and the ref blows for a free which led to the goal and ultimately it cost Kerry a well-deserved point I know I'm probably watching through green tinted glasses but I'm curious what your take on it is so we kind of we already kind of went into it mm. um earlier on if not touched on it a couple of times throughout the episode but yeah it's it was before it was inconsistent from both sides and we just kind of fell a bit more so like it would have been inconsistent 50-50 if Mm. anything it would be inconsistent 51-49 in our favour but for the wrong reasons I think last uh, last Friday night was more so 75-25 but again like that's that's my take on it anyway it's just it was just pure inconsistency uh, gave out a lot of bookings I think hid behind a lot of those bookings too to kind of justify some of the bad decisions absolutely like oh, again we can talk about frustrations and stuff like we, we mentioned it quite a few times uh, talking to people after the game I think the two fouls at the end of the game were, were very 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 different like you know it was kind of soft hands on Leo like probably could have stayed up and kept the football but Look, I suppose they were getting those type of frees, so I thought Leo thought he could get it as well. And referee didn't give it, and they went down, and Leo lashed out and gave the free, like you know, which it was a free. Yeah, do you know? Unfortunately. Yeah, it's again no. It's I think because Leo didn't get that call in the first place, which again, like yeah, it looked looked like a free. It's just that inconsistency, not giving him the free, is why he got frustrated. It was, it was the six before that as well. Yeah, exactly, it's a yeah. build up of everything, you know. Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, thanks very much for the question, David. So last one is from Space, and whoa, <laughs> there, there. What, what was it? What was it username? I suppose this is J. This is J Mind. Uh, anyway, space? the question from spaces. <laughs> <laughs> Best atmosphere at home I've seen. Once again, as highlighted by the refs scared to call on us being a new team. Need to be quicker on the counter, but five at the back worked. 
Cost, Lee and Marty have been a benefit to the team in showing it on the pitch. So again, it's not really a question, it's more of an opinion um, for us to discuss a bit more. So Anto, what's your take on what Space said? Yeah, I think he's right that the the new fellas coming or in. She, just to get that out there, we're not too sure. <laughs> Go on anyway. There's no profile picture either, it's just blank, it says Space. So show us, show us your real face. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, yeah. The the new fellas that that have been signed, I I, I think they they have performed very well. Uh, Martin, Ethan, and uh, Lee in goals. But um, yeah, the atmosphere was great. I I I, I think me and Dougie's voices were were nearly gone by the end of it. Cool crack, great crack. Yeah, no, you know, our our ribs are bruised and. You're absolutely crippled here, man. Like you're struggling big time to give us answers today. <laughs> I need to, like, yeah, like you're. But it's okay. It's fine. Sure, now I've lost my flow. Yeah, no, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't help, man. You were just like, I could see you were kind of struggling to get something out there. Dougie, what, what do you reckon? Yeah, like I agree. I think the five at the back is working for us big time. And the three boys since they've come in have been have been very very good for us. Yeah, I do. I do agree. At times. You know, as I said in the pod, I think you know, we get lost up the field sometimes. The wing backs, if they're not quick enough to, to turn over, like I don't don't think it has suited Rob as much as I thought it would. You know, mm. the, playing the wing back, I think he's more consistent in a four. Um, probably one of his best performers Friday night. At times, he got forward very, very well. But maybe it's like. You know, you have to look at it too from a centre half's point of view, or the centre half's covering him enough and he's getting up the field. Yeah, Are they sure leaving too much of a gap? Like, you know, mm-hmm. it might be the left and right backs at all. Jeez, I should, probably should have thought about this a bit more, really, should I? Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, you know, I do feel that there is a gap being left there and we do get punished at times. Maybe it's something I need to keep an eye on a bit more, like, but, you know, end the two up top. Is, have we created many chances since we brought this in? Kind of, I think we played with the the, the one central and Leo and Nathan outright. I think we created a bit more mm. when Brazzy came on on the right on the right hand side of a tree. I'd imagine it's ring man yeah. was it? Yeah. You know, we created chances out of that. So I I, I think White Ben suited us a lot more up the field. I don't think the two centre midfielders and the ten. I do think the left and right wingers do do, do help us a lot more. Yeah. Just my opinion, like you know. Sure. Thanks for the. Thanks for the uh, the message there, space. So what do you do you left now? Children do you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Do not rent us have caught here. So that's that's kind of it. Um, we'd like to thank our sponsors as always, uh, the Blasket Bar, Castle Bar, John Doe's, Kieran O'Sullivan Coaches. Anyone else? Am I missing anyone? No, we're good. So everyone so far. And we'd like to thank everyone that's listening as always. But before we go, we encourage everyone again, as they do in Peter Crouch podcast that we have just completely robbed. Um, we're not sorry. Pass the pod. So we encourage everyone to uh, pass the pod, share it on Instagram. So what we're going to do is we're going to do once we put up the post to say pass the pod, we'll have the link for the latest episode for this podcast. All you have to do is like the post share the post tag us in it tag 6,000 of your closest friends tag three friends and you'll be in a chance to win two tickets to any home game for the rest of the season 
No, not for the rest of the season. To any one home game. <laughs> Jesus. So, oh God, I absolutely there. butchered this. One second. You have been two, two we're tickets. Giving, we're giving to any home tickets. game of your choice. Oh, yeah, that's the words I wanted to use. And if so, you have yeah. any ideas of ways we can pass the pot, we'd be more than happy to to listen to yes. anyone. We're just encouraging for the podcast to get out there to as many people as possible we want to get as many people in to listen so we can get more questions so we can get more people interested in the club more people involved with the supporters group um, just to get more supporters up for the boys that play um, a grueling 90 minutes every every week so pass the pod like share tag three friends hashtag pass the pod and you'll be in a chance to win two tickets to any home game of your choice no mm-hmm. Once well, I did Anko it. said he'll uh, Throw in two free pints In the castle bar as well I did yeah On yeah. the day of the game That you pick For Patreon That was nice Cheers. to you man yeah. You know <laughs> so Come you down for be, those pre-match pints You should be coming here Half cup But again Thanks everyone for listening I hope you enjoyed that episode And we'll see you Next week Up the lads Up the lads Up the lads, Up the lads. Up the lads.